0: Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowe. Well, hello there. How you are doing all doing on this day? It is another day that the Lord has made, and I am hoping that you are rejoicing and being glad in it. Why should we be glad in it? Because it is a day that the Lord has made, and you are up, you are awake, and that's a blessing in itself, to be up and about, pursuing opportunities, doing the things that you want to do, even the things that you don't want to do. It's still a blessing that you're able to do with them and, you know, meeting people that you want to meet and just being here, you know. Everything don't have to be so deep these days, now that I'm thinking about it, because sometimes people go too deep. And I'm just like, it's as simple as it can be, really, you know. This scripture is really not that deep. It says that this is the Lord that but this is the victory that the Lord has made, so we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And I know how some people may not be in a rejoicing mood, you know, or feeling like um, being glad. And that's okay, you know, we don't have to be that deep about it. It's okay to not be in a mood of rejoicing. Especially if you're going through something. But even when you're going through something, you do have to keep your mind in shape. If, 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 if I can explain that. You know, keep your mind in shape. Because you know how when people say, I have to go to the gym so I can get myself in shape. Meaning that I need to go to the gym so I can get this cardiovascular and good shape, you know, my breathing and, and my lungs and my mind because when you exercise you do also uh, release endorphins, so exercising is not only just about physical, but keeping your mind in shape is meaning that you are making sure that you're thinking of things that will keep you in a positive mood, you know, at least positive. And nobody going to say that, you know, that things are going to be good all the time because, hey, that'll be a lot. It's not really all the time that you're in a good mood. But there are some people who are very optimistic. And that's all that they are because of their personality. They're just optimistic. But doesn't necessarily mean that they're having a good day. they just optimistic. But don't mean that they're having a good day, you know. But the thing is, is that they're keeping their mind in shape, saying that no matter how or what is going on in my life, I'm going to keep my mind in shape. I'm going to keep my mind sound because that's what has been given to me. And we can make sure that we are being in the right frame of mind as well as the feelings and if you get to a point where you may not want to um, exhaust yourself mentally, that's when, you know, you may have crying spares or you may start feeling down or upset or sad. Or angry and it's okay to be in your feelings it's okay to sit in those feelings but the Bible say be angry and say not so it's okay to be angry it's okay to be hurt it's okay to feel like nothing is gonna work right now it's okay to feel that It's okay to sit in those feelings. The problem is is when we sin a result of those feelings. So that's what I mean by making sure your mind is in shape, making sure that your mental health is intact, it's on point, because that's what a battle is in the mind. And as you think on these things, you're going to feel it. And as you feel it, you're going to behave it. So be mindful of what is going on with you mentally. Always be about your duty when it comes to your mental health and your emotional health, as well as your physical and your spiritual. Because we are emotional beings. We are spiritual beings. We are physical beings. And we have a soul. And our soul consists of a mind to think, a heart to feel, and a will to choose. So I hope that you choose to adjust and be glad in it in spite of what's going on with it. Because you can be both. Who said who said who who in the world stood up there and made this rule and that you can only be one or the other? Guess what, boo? I just said we are emotional, physical beings. And since we are those type, since we are human, let's just, let's just bring this on down. You know, since we are human, we're going to have feelings and then be thinking something at the same time. But you can be hopeful in Jesus Christ and be depressed. You can be hopeful in Jesus Christ and be angry because you are an emotional being but the thing is is that which one is going to outdo the other basically which one are you going to allow to outdo which one are you going to allow to shine the most your emotion or your belief because like i say hopeful is a feeling too you know you're being hopeful and you are at the same time depressed or sad or angry or happy. Because you can be both. Even David was in the book of Psalms. But David let himself know that, hey, we going to do this. We're going to get. Praise the Lord. We're going to get. Give grace. We're going to get. Say thank you. Because you can be both. But which one is going to be in action at the end of the day? Okay. Even if someone were to say, right now, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to get to my room, stay in my room, and just sit with my feelings, think about what's going on, process my thoughts. You can do that. You can do that. You can most definitely be in your feelings. You can sit in them. But what comes out of your mouth must be intentional. it got to be intentional. And that's what I mean by being hopeful in Jesus Christ. Because when David was talking about uh, in the book of Psalms where he was saying, asking his soul a question, why are you so down? It was his way of processing what was going on with him. But towards the end of that same chapter he's talking about the fact that we are yet going to praise the Lord. We're yet going to do it. It's all about your actions at the end of the day because it's about what you are doing and about what you decide to do because it is a will that you are choosing to do. It is. So I know how some people be thinking that, um, that they don't have that that much power, but the Bible says we do. It says the Lord did not give us the spirit of fear. God has given us love, power, and a sound mind. But it's your responsibility to keep that. It's your responsibility to walk in it. You know, it's your responsibility to make sure you're maintaining that love, power, and sound mind. Because sometimes we do give it away. Sometimes we do allow other people to come and take it by how the way we react to others. But we have to be mindful that God did not give us that. He he gave it to us so that we can walk this earth with love, power, and a sound mind. But it's up to us to do it. And the chapter that I was talking about, about David, was Psalm 42:11. in case anyone wants to look it up. Psalm 42, 11. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquiet within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. It's a decision. It's okay to process what's going on with you. It's okay to talk about what's going on with you. And and, and I don't understand why people won't allow others to talk about what is going on with them. You know, you're just basically processing it. You're basically getting it out instead of internalizing the feelings and the thoughts. You're just basically letting it out. And as you're letting it out and people having this kind of dialogue with you, whoever you're talking to, at 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 some point you do get that insight where you're like, okay, I'm gonna get still hope in God. I'm gonna get still walk this earth the way that I'm supposed to. I'm gonna get still give God glory. In spite of all this, I just need to vent, maybe, if that's what somebody's trying to do. But there are some people who go past the venting go they go past the venting. Still allow them that space to go even past that because it's okay to go past that venting moment too because I know how some people are like they have to come back and say, I need to process this one more time. I'm I I'm, I'm I'm still not getting it. And some people do take longer to process what is going on with them. And it's okay. And now if you are in that position where you don't want to listen and you, uh, uh, you are are you already mentally drained and you and you feel like you're not there, you will not be there for that individual spiritually, so or mentally or emotionally, it's okay to tell them, you know, I, I, I'm not in a good hair space right now. Is there anyone else you can talk to? Because it's called setting boundaries. You're just letting the person know that you practice self-care. There's only so much that a person can do. And it's okay to tell the person, you may want to go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Yep, I said it. <laughs> it's okay to go to, to, to talk to a therapist, okay? All right? So don't be up there trying to be uh, stigmatized because, baby... It's okay to go see a therapist and lean on the Lord at the same time. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. And we are, um, you know, almost, well, I wouldn't say almost, but it's a female day before Mother's Day. And um, I know uh, some people may not have their mothers with them this year. But just like I said earlier, it's okay to sit in those feelings. It's okay to talk about your loved one. It's okay. Because, you know, grief doesn't have an expiration date. You're going to always be grieving. You're going to always have a moment where you're thinking about your loved one. So it is okay to sit in your feelings. It's okay to process what's going on with it. And it's even okay to not even be around people if you don't want to. Just make sure that you are in a safe space, in a safe mind, you know. Making sure that you're checking in with people. letting them know how you're doing, where you at, you know. Please do. Um, But be mindful that um, at the same time that you are having feelings, that you are also keeping and maintaining your mental health as well as your emotional health because, you know, I don't want anyone to get to the point where their emotions consume them because that is not what I'm talking about here. (laughs) No, ma'am, no, sir. (laughs) We are in control of our emotions, okay? We are. The emotions should not... Overconsume consume us that is not the way it's supposed to go so that's why i say when it gets to that point and you know that you are getting to a point where it's getting too heavy for you or it's too overwhelming please seek a therapist it's okay to talk to a therapist okay but this is mental health awareness month and i want to give you an example of how you can make the world around you work for your mental health i have a calendar in front of me and it has 31 ways of how you can make the world around you work for your mental health and so i want to give you um what is on uh, this calendar that you can do whenever you have time to do it. Do some spring cleaning with mental health in mind. Remove objects in your home that might trigger negative thoughts or habits. Remove objects that might trigger negative thoughts or habits. Now, I know some people may not want to throw away anything, but it's okay, you can can put it up in the attic or something, and you could like most people love to say, out of mind, out of sight, you know. But but do spring cleaning with mental health and mind. We know what around us trigger us. We know we know that. We we can we can personally figure that out on our own. And if you see something around your home or at work on your desk and it is triggering you emotionally in a negative negative way it's okay to remove it it's okay you know that object now i didn't say person i didn't say that but i don't know how some people be wanting to move, remove a person but baby you ain't in control of that there's some things that we do not have control over and that is other people in their action but objects most definitely pictures items you know things of that nature you can remove them okay another way is stop and smell the roses literally stop and recognize nature just go outside and just close your eyes or open them and just look at nature, smell the roses, hear the bees, I don't say be near them though, but you know, look at a sunset, look at the sunrise. Don't think being outside is a boost of your mood. You get a boost of your mood. If you, if you are, if you were to just be in the house for so long, and then all of a sudden you go outside, you just like, Oh wow, it just does something to you, it just does something to you. So, be in tune with nature outside, go outside, even if you don't do gardening and don't plant and uh, vegetables or anything like that, you can still go outside and just sit on the porch, just sit out there and just let the sun touch your face. It does improve your cognitive functioning. It does improve your mood. It does, you know, make you feel better. It's okay. Just stop and go outside and recognize all that God has created. It's a blessing. So I'm going to conclude here. and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss another episode. All right, you guys, and make mental health a priority in your life because it is important. That's what the battleground is. Have a good day. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.